I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. I'm gonna sing like a butterfly and sing like a bee. His hands can't hit what his eyes can't see. Chaos family, what is good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the world's greatest podcast, Cerebral Chaos. I am your gracious host, Mr. Timothy Goaty. Thank you for joining us today. If you're listening to this episode first, please do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to my previous episode entitled Be Prepared. This is episode two of today's double dip on September 25th. So, don't listen to this one first. Go back and get you a little bit of be prepared and then come to this one. Okay. The second quote of the week for this week is going to come from Neil Gaiman. That's G-A-I-M-A-N. Who says fairy tales are more than true. Not because they tell us that dragons exist, but that they tell us that dragons can be beaten. Close quote. I like that. From the standpoint of. Fairy tales teach us about constantly overcoming adversity, pushing through, you know, experiencing some type of turmoil, some type of stopgap, something that blocks you and then overcoming it in the end. So that story about the knight slaying the dragon doesn't just teach us about the knight and how awesome the knight is. The fairy tale story comes from the knight actually slaying the dragon, teaching us that. Whatever obstacle we think we can't do, we can't achieve, we can't do, we can do it. All right, on to the discussion. Now, for all my people out there who know Cerebral Chaos well, you know that you get a little bit of introspective thought and you know that you get a little bit of silliness. That's why I said, you know, go back and listen to Be Prepared before you get this one first because Be Prepared is going to be your cerebral. This is going to be some chaos right here. So. I don't know about you, but one of my <laughs> one of my faults, one of my I don't even know how to describe it. But one of the things about me is I love breakfast cereal. I, I do. Yep, that's right. I love cereal. Now, I don't just love cereal at breakfast. I'll eat cereal as breakfast. I'll eat it as lunch. I'll eat it as a snack. I'll eat it as dinner and I'll eat it as dessert. I don't know how that makes you feel about me now, but I'm just being real with you. I love cereal that much. I'll eat it several times a day and still be as excited <laughs> to eat it the time before. So, you know, think about what you want to think about me. I like cereal. You want to judge me? So what? I don't care. Who cares? So this episode is going to be all about cereal and I'm going to unveil my top five favorite breakfast cereal of all time. Now, before we get into that, what are your thoughts on cereal? Can you eat it 
you like me? Can you eat it as breakfast and lunch and dinner, as dessert, as a snack? Are you just one of those snobby people that eat breakfast cereal at breakfast and that's it? If you are, my question to you is why? Have you ever tried eating cereal as lunch or as dinner or as dessert? Just try it. Think about this. If you like breakfast, don't you eat breakfast? Can you, can't you eat breakfast at all times of the day? Ain't Waffle House open 24 hours a day? Can't you get IHOP pancakes in the afternoon? Don't some places sell breakfast all day? So why would you look down on me for just liking cereal at any time of the day? Seems like I'm a normal person. Based on these businesses, multi-million dollar businesses and companies having breakfast as an available option after breakfast hours. Maybe you one of them Chick-fil-A people that only eat breakfast up till 1030 and then after that you ain't serving breakfast no more. That's okay. I'm not judging you. I ain't here to judge you, but I'm here to tell you. If you haven't tried eating cereal after breakfast hours, you should try to give it a try. You may be surprised at how much you like breakfast because every time you eat that cereal, you get a little bit different. You get something different from it. You know, if you eat breakfast at 7 o'clock in the morning, then you eat it at noon again, you get a little bit different, something a little bit off in that breakfast. I don't know why that happens or or what the what the premise is behind it or why it tastes a little bit better, a little bit different, but it does. Now, I'm going to tell you when cereal really hits for me. Now, when I have a little bit of a light dinner and I don't get so full and we don't have no ice cream or, you know, candy bars or popsicles or nothing like that in the freezer, the best and number one go to for dessert for me is a bowl of cereal. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about a Craig from Friday bowl. I ain't talking about one of the big mixers, one of the big plastic spoons, and I ain't going in like that. So calm down. Just a little, just a little nice breakfast bowl of cereal with a nice little spoon, a little bit of milk. That's another thing. I like, I like, I like my cereal a little soft, so I put a little bit more milk in there than normal, you know, normal people might put in there. Some of y'all be eating that cereal and it be dry, and you have a little bit of crunch and crackling going on in your throat, and you can't really swallow it. That's because you need to put some more milk in your cereal. Try putting some more milk in that cereal. Now you don't need to overflow it, but you need to go. You might need to go three quarters cereal and put that, you know, put fill it almost all the way up to the top with, with milk. Let it sit for a few minutes, depending on what cereal I'm eating. I like to let it sit for a little bit and soak up all that milk. So when I get it, I'm getting the whole combo and I ain't just getting like the, the crunch. Some cereals I like the crunch, but some some cereal I like to get a little soggy. So I, I like to let it sit there a little bit and get a little bit soggy. Let it soak up some of that milk and then it's just absolutely perfect. Well, you know, as as much as you want to judge me and talk about me and, and say how silly this is, hey, I'm you know, I'm fine with that. I'm okay with being the outcast. I'm okay with being different. I'm okay with liking cereal like I like cereal. If you want to say I'm a cereal killer, I'm a cereal killer because I will kill some cereal. I will murk some cereal. Now, with that said, let's get into my top five. All-time favorite cereal. Now, before we get started, I do want to bring up a, a few honorable mentions that almost made my list, but just missed the cut. Okay, Fruit Loops. Now we all know Fruit Loops and Toucan Sam and the Folly Your Nose. Fruit Loops be busting. 
You got all the different colors of the rainbow. You got all the different flavors put in one. Fruit Loops almost made the cut, but it didn't make the cut. Smacks. Now, the one thing about Smacks that I don't like is Smacks will make your pee smell like Smacks. Now, you know what I'm talking about. You just laugh. If you ever ate a bowl of Smacks, you know exactly what I'm talking about and you just chuckle. When you get through eating a bowl of Smacks and you go and take a pee, that's, that, that pee is going to smell just like Smacks. I don't care what you say. Why is that? What kind of chemical they got in those Smacks that make your pee smell like Smacks once you, once you, you, know, once you eat them? There's only a few foods, uh, the few food groups ever that when you eat them, they turn around and make your pee smell like that. I'm wondering what's in Smacks that make your pee smell like Smacks. All right. Well, I, I don't know, but Mr. Diggum, you know, Smacks is Smacks is pretty good, but it, they had to come down and they missed the cut because of the the after effect of making your pee smell like Smacks. I got to I got, I got I got to take it down a couple notches if you make my pee smell like Smacks. Okay. All right. The last honorable mention is Apple Jacks. I don't know what happened to Apple Jacks. What happened to commercials in general? Remember when I was little in the nineties, we had all there was a there was fifteen thousand advertisements for cereal. I don't even know if people advertise for cereal anymore. They just like, hey, you know, hey, it's it's cereal. You know what we are at this point. You come get it. Get your milk and you good. Is that what we've gotten to, you know, to this point with cereal? We can't even get good advertisements anymore. We used to get little commercials with the little characters and kids and they used to interact and go to different places and have different adventures and all that kind of stuff. Now they don't even advertise anymore. They just, they, hey, it's cereal over here. If you want it, it's here. That's kind of what they do. So now let's get into the top five, my top five favorite cereals of all time. Now, number five is going to be the brothers, Mr. Snap, Crackle, and Pop, but not for what you think. This is not Rice Krispies, but Cocoa Krispies. Now, the reason why Cocoa Krispies is a little bit lower on my list is normally one of my go-tos and one of my favorites in the past, but this new, since COVID kind of, you know, manufacturing of Cocoa Krispies that ain't ever really on the shelves anymore and always sold out for some reason. I, I, that's another thing. Why people like Cocoa Krispies so much all of a sudden? I tell my wife all the time, she's like, I, I hate Cocoa Krispies. I don't know how people like chocolate cereal. One, she doesn't know what she's missing. But two, when did people start liking Cocoa Krispies so much that I can't even get them in the store anymore? What's going on with y'all? Now, the reason why I got Cocoa Krispies a little bit lower on the list is because this new batch, this new wave of manufacturing and taste don't quite taste like it's supposed to taste. I think I saw in the last box something about extra chocolatey or extra crisp. Or it was one of the extra. I, got, I either got extra cocoa or extra crispy, and I didn't like it either way. I bought two boxes at the same time, and I still got a brand new box in the pantry that hadn't been opened from five or six months ago. So whatever y'all got going on, Kellogg's over there with your, your Cocoa Krispies, you need to go back to the old recipe and bring that back, okay? But number five is Cocoa Krispies. Number four, got to have my Pops. Pops Pops is one of those people that used to have, you know, one of them advertisements back in the day, but I haven't seen advertisements for Pops in probably 15 years. Now, a, a sweet, I guess sweet 
corn cereal is the if you haven't hadn't had pops before i know i have a lot of listeners that listen in other countries i don't know if pops is available everywhere i'm gonna assume that it's not and explain to you pops pops is like a sugary sweet corny version of cereal they look like little yellow kernels very sweet uh you know just sweet balls of, of corn i guess is how you describe them now let me rewind in Cocoa Krispies. So Cocoa Krispies is a chocolatey cereal. I just said I'm going to explain like everybody didn't have access to this. So Cocoa Krispies are just Rice Krispies or Rice Krispie treats, if you know what those are. But the chocolate version of that with milk. All right. Now go back to Pops, the sweet, kernel-y looking cereal. Pops, the reason why Pops isn't as high. Now, I do like. Again, I said I like some of my cereal soggy, but Pops is not one of those cereal that I like soggy. And they do get soggy very, very quick. So I don't like those uh, when they get soggy. They get a little chewy. They get a little bit too chewy. They don't have any crunch. Some cereals can take a little crunch when they get, you know, when they get a little bit soaked up by the milk. Cocoa Crisp is one of those. You ain't got to let them get all the way soggy, but if you let them sit a little bit, they still have half of the crunch and half of the soggy, and it's the perfect blend. That's what I'm talking about. But Pops, they don't have that with Pops. When Pops get soaked and they get soggy, you're through. You, don't, you ain't going to like your Pops no more. So eat them. They're they the ones you need to put right in the bowl, fill the milk up, and then go eat them right then. Okay? Next on my list is probably the healthiest cereal on my list. Number three is going to be Honey Nut Cheerios. Yes, I know it, it's part of a hard and healthy diet of balance, but Honey Nut Cheerios be busting. Now, I hadn't, my my Honey Nut Cheerio journey is very, very recent. Like, I would say within the last 10 years, I started eating Honey Nut Cheerios. I just, I knew I didn't like Cheerios because they were so bland and blah and taste like cardboard. So I, I never had really experienced Honey Nut Cheerios to about 10, 15 years ago. And I was like, oh, okay, this is the, this is the much sweeter, better version of original cheerios and back to you know another side note who out there is still buying regular cheerios buying regular cornflakes how are y'all eating cereal that don't have any sugar at all now i ain't saying you're supposed to be you know i'm not condoning you i ain't judging you but how you eat cereal that's just oats or whatever they made out of and milk that that's nasty they're just like eating oatmeal in a hard version Back to what we're talking about. Honey Nut Cheerios, a very sweet, savory taste. It's going to be healthy, a part of that fiber and balanced diet that you're supposed to get. They got a really, really, really good taste. So I'm a big fan of Honey Nut Cheerios. It's the most recent cereal that I started eating on my list and one of my favorites. Number two, and I got a love-hate relationship with this cereal but again it, if you're talking about how it tastes it's got to it's knocking on the door number one captain crunch that's right captain crunch now not the berries i don't like the berries i'm talking about no crunch berries so when you bring the crunch berries you're talking about a difference here you're talking about captain crunch and crunch berries i'm just talking about captain crunch where you can just get all the crunch ain't no berries in there you just got all captain crunch now, the one obvious drawback with Captain Crunch that has been said for years is that Captain Crunch will have the roots of your mouth raw. 
I mean, I'm sorry. You eat a bowl of Captain Crunch, you're just going to be bleeding inside of your mouth the rest of the day. Why are they manufactured that way? Why are they the only cereal that cut the roof of your mouth? Is it the ridges on the on the crunch or, or what? What? They will literally have the inside of your mouth. The top roof of your mouth is going to be raw after you eat a bowl of Captain Crunch. That's the only drawback. If it was not for that, Captain Crunch would be 1B and, and with my one on my list. But the fact that I got to really, really consider whether or not I'm going to be using my mouth for anything the rest of the day has to be a discussion. So that's the only drawback with Captain Crunch is that they're going to hurt your mouth, damage your mouth very, very bad. But, hey, sweet, very, very sweet, very, very tasteful. They very, very like them little light crunches. They want they want another ones that if you let it get a little bit too soggy, it, it ain't good. You, you got to have some of the crunch, but you don't want it to get too soggy. They, they You got to let them sit for a little bit, and you got that perfect balance, that perfect mixture of crunchy, sweet, milky crunchiness. It's the perfect balance. Cabin Crunch is number two. Number four, we get into number one. Just a refresher. Cocoa Krispies were my number five. Pops were my number four. Honey Nut Cheerios was my number three. Cabin Crunch is my number two. Now, my number one greatest cereal of all time is the goat himself, Mr. Tony the Tiger, Frosted Flakes. They are great. And that ain't a pun. They are seriously great. Now, Whoever decided years ago at Kellogg's that it would be an awesome idea to take nasty, dry, plain cornflakes that are just for old people and diabetics, I guess. And I'm not talking about old people and diabetics. I'm a diabetic myself. But those cereal are not for people who like the taste of cereal. Cornflakes are for people who just want to say they had breakfast this morning in the form of cereal. They literally have no taste. It's like cardboard and milk. Now, whoever at Kellogg's decided that we were going to put sugar on that naturally and manufacture it at the shop so we didn't have to put 10 pounds of sugar on cornflakes to make them edible as kids, you are a genius, my sir or ma'am. Thank you so much for making the greatest tasting cereal of all time in Frosted Flakes. So there you have it. My top five cereals of all time, Cocoa Krispies, Pops, Honey Nut Cheerios, Cap'n Crunch, and they are great. Frosted Flakes. Chaos Family, I appreciate you listening. We'll see you again in a couple of weeks. You know how we do. God bless you and God bless Chaos. Peace.